Welcome to the What We Remember Rundown for Star Wars The Mandalorian, Chapter 4, Sanctuary. My name is Bradley Jones. My name is Andrew Moulton Howard. And I'm Andy Hubert. Oh, yeah, oh and then we just start. Thing. That's right. Every time. <laughs> it gets us every time. Look, when you got to flow, you just... <laughs> yeah, it's hard to flow. This movie starts with some scramps. It's not. A, you think it's a movie, Brad? Oh, yeah. I mean, it's, it's very cinematic. Show. It's yeah. a very cinematic. It starts with some scramps. It does start with some, some, some scramps. Scramps? scramps? Some just, they're called some, krill? Some prawns. Oh, the, oh, prawns. Yeah, the blue yeah. prawns. A bunch of prawn farmers. Yeah. Are, uh, is how this thing opens Oh, yeah, with. yeah, yeah, yeah. They're just chilling. A bunch of villages. Like a, a bunch... What, what does this remind you of? Like, um... Pilgrims? Um, what are these people? I mean, kind of like farmers, yeah, like rice paddies, like you know, turn of the century farmers. Yeah, I thought this was a flashback the entire time. <laughs> yeah, and you the were entire time was going to be him or something. Yeah, I did yeah. actually. No, I, oh, I, I totally get that would have been. Good. I thought it was a flashback, and they would have got. Like, oh, it would have okay. ended with the robot attack. Mm-hmm. That, that might be an episode coming. Maybe, possibly, but I, I think I had the same thought at one point. Interesting. But no, it turns out it's 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 now. It's in the now now. Yeah, a bunch of villagers getting attacked by the orcs in Lord of the Rings. They, yeah, they just show yeah, up they, with laser guns. <laughs> <laughs> they so, had nothing to defend themselves too. They no. just had to flee. Well, they weren't getting like killed. The orc the orcs no, were just they wanting just blew some stuff up. They and, wanted to, uh, they wanted that blue. Pr- I, I, excuse me, those blue prawns. The blue prawns. Well, have you seen the market price of those things? I mean, shoot, that's the only way to get them without you know bankrupt. They're probably yourself, a so. hot commodity. <laughs> I bet they taste great. Those, Probably. those orcs are called Clatoonians. Clatoonians. Yeah, I, I heard they were in, in one of the older movies or something, but I had no They're idea. They're straight up Lord of the Rings orcs, though. Yeah, they mentioned, like, there's, like, there's one, one them, like, screams like one. There's one in, like, the background in Jabba's Palace or something in, in Return of the Jedi, and so they're like, oh, wow, callback. And I'm like, that is, that's a, a, a bit of a stretch, though. No, these <laughs> seem like new things. Is that, like, who is it in the back of the Jabba the Hutt's Palace? There's the, so many one of people. Pig one of the, yeah, well, no, there's, not, there's not one of those people. pig peoples. They're, those are other dudes. But no, like specifically this race that attacks the village. There's like one of them in like the back of one of the shots of Jabba's Palace. Yeah. So I like that they're bringing in like really like just irrelevant little bits from other <laughs> to like you know it's make the world fan seem, service yeah. seem bigger. Yeah. We need fan service. Right. Another fan service. The Mandalorian is hanging out with Yoda in a ship. Calls him a womp rat. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. It comes Classic up again later. Uh, Star yeah. Wars insult. Do, do we ever see a Womp Rat? Is it only in the comics or whatever? I, I, yeah, I don't think we do. I mean, Luke references it in, in the original trilogy. I looked it up. They're big. Those are Womp Rats. They're large. They're like the RouS's from Princess oh, Bride. Yeah, yeah, they're, yeah. they're like two meters long. Okay. Well, it makes it sense that he's able to bullseye them. So. Jeez. Two meters long? What are you, a metric system? That's what the Wikipedia <laughs> says. <laughs> Star Wars is shot in England. What space am I metrics, do? you know? <laughs> And the uh, Mandalorian's looking for a hideout. He finds this planet. Yep, goes to the bar. Mm-hmm. He's goes, got a problem. He goes straight to the bar. <laughs> <laughs> he brings his baby to the bar. Mando, not acceptable. He's yeah, learning. See, that's bad. <laughs> well, he was going to leave the baby in the ship for, oh, that's at true. first. that's true. The baby yeah. wanted to come. Baby yeah. Yoda, because it was, oh my God. It was so cute. It was baby like Yoda, walking to through the Baby Yoda continues to just be great mm-hmm. all the time. This, is, this was the episode where they like put baby Yoda in front and center oh, yeah. and they were like this is all of its cuteness <laughs> and adorableness oh man up in front of your face yeah and it was awesome they're memeing baby yoda like nobody's business oh yeah i mean this was a genius marketing move but i'm all about i didn't it. yeah i didn't see any memes or anything prior to this episode coming out 
as soon as this episode came out, like Reddit was full of stuff. Yeah. NPR had a had a, a a little segment on it just the other day. Yeah, man, Baby Yoda is, is all the rage. You don't have one. They now don't have a. You gotta have one. It's in coming. Movie now. The puppet's coming. The Funko Pop, I think, is already. Oh, got it. Yeah, they, they on said. Its way. Yeah, because they were saying that they didn't actually have like anything ready for Christmas. I believe, like any like actual toy Yoda toy, mm. but they also wanted to keep Yoda a secret. So then that's why they didn't push the toy. Right. Yeah. Really, which is the same situation. Toys leak a lot. Leak a lot of information. Oh yeah. Yeah, Were which you... was the same situation that happened when the original Star Wars came out. They didn't mm-hmm. know it'd be that popular. All the toys were not ready, mm-hmm. and so letting you you basically bought a voucher that like you would get your toy <laughs> four, In five, six months down the road. I think there was a Star Wars toy that spoiled something. If I uh, recall, I believe you're right. I don't know. In one of the prequels. Yeah, I came. I don't remember what it is. It was like someone's but... lightsaber, or somebody was. Somebody, right. They put like an accoutrement on a character, and it spoiled the plot. Point. And now, and that is somewhere where people look for spoilers before Star Wars stuff comes out. Is they're like, "Oh, is there any interesting toy releases that mm-hmm. no one noticed?" Or something? they're like, "Why does my Darth Maul split in half? I don't understand this toy." There's exactly. A, there, there was a documentary on Netflix about pinball, and they go into depth about the Star Wars prequel pinball game, and they basically like had to sign like crazy amounts of NDA mm-hmm. because they were getting. Like sound bites and visuals and stuff from the movie that like wasn't out yet, so oh, it, was, it was pretty much like them like working in super secret for like an entire year on Star Wars pinball, like not being able to tell their friends and family like anything about what they were doing. <laughs> that's pretty good. I mean, it, yeah, that's one of those where you like don't breach this one or we are all dead. Because <laughs> oh, when that pinball game came out, it like had story elements and plot points, and it had all this stuff in it, characters that you didn't see before. I'm always amazed at the intricacy in pinball machines and the amount of work that goes into like particularly this one is very interesting and the displays and i'm like how much margin are there on pinball machines like it seems like so much labor goes into those things i I can't imagine that yeah Yeah, they they have much newer ones get sold between three and five thousand it's like and there's different levels of pinball machines Mm -hmm. they like they're bigger have different things in it so you can get like a deluxe version of a regular pinball machine yeah yeah, I wonder if you do actually make any money off of pinball machines. Yeah, it's, it seems it depends know, on seems like very what, labor intensive. Yeah, to build it those. depends on if it's like a bar and design or if it's an them. Arcade, like just design if, like who who freaking plans out all the little ball tracks and all the other stuff and like how many people does that go into? It's it's a crazy operation. I never even thought like what you were saying like a storyline like the like a Star Wars pinball machine has a storyline. I never yes. even like thought about never, like a pinball machine <laughs> never, having yeah, a storyline. I never realized yeah. that until I started hanging out with people who like really play pinball and like actually score high enough to get into all those story elements cuz some of those games like you have to be very good to like actually figure that stuff out but They'll be like, oh no, like you get this is stage one. Now we're getting into stage two, and you're like, there's like a whole thing in this game. Mm-hmm. I, I was watching that for the one of the Star Trek 2009 pinball game. Oh it has yeah. like a really interesting like like story that you play through in the pinball machine. It does. Wow. Tr- Tron does too. Oh, Tron yeah. pinball. It's, it's really it's, fun. It's really interesting. <laughs> There's only Star Wars chess in this universe, right? That's the like one game they That's play. That's true, yeah. They have a casino. Right. They do have games in there. They were there any, a big casino. Were there slot machines, like holographic slot machines in the casino? I'm get, uh, I forget. I, I think so, because, well, in, in, in the newer in, movie, you got yeah. the, the, the last the movie. The yeah, you got BB-8 exploding with coins because the dude keeps feeding tokens into yeah. him. So I had to believe that he thought it, it makes was sense there'd be computer games and things to do. Of right. Like, what's the leisure life in a Star Wars galaxy, <sighs> you know? 
Yeah, it's a you good know, question. finding trinkets in the middle of the desert. <laughs> yeah, you know, just being a scavenger. Well, uh, you know, yeah, bullseye and womp rats from your. your they gotta have PC simulators team. like that, like Tie Fighter simulators and Rebel. Right, they probably have VR. It's hard right? to tell like what kind of technology they have. Yeah. They have some technology, yeah. and then like they... that makes them ahead of us, and then they have some technology that makes them. Yeah, way there's some. Us. There's some that technology that I think just because of the way it's required to fit into the canon is so bad. Like every set of binoculars in anything star wars are awful and i'm like how do you use these <laughs> there's they seem terrible but it's like because digital binoculars were like not a thing when the original one came out really so they like they had the tech that they had so now that's the standard for star wars binoculars <laughs> yeah it's kind of cool oh, though <laughs> in this episode the people are like by hand getting the, the krill out of the the water but then in the background there's also like a robot that's like specifically yes. designed to scoop the krill <laughs> you like, could only afford mix, one of those such a mix match yeah <laughs> well, might as well just have the robot do it all that's what i'm saying yeah, one of the things i do like that plays into the the whole space western aspect of it is the idea that you know you have these frontier worlds where you just don't have the technology that the inner worlds have which it's funny too because if you watch, um, like especially some Western set at kind of near the end of the the like the Wild West era, you have these where you have like these Western towns that have just it's it's exactly like it was you know fifty years ago just nothing, and then you know someone shows up from the big city and like if you see a shot of the big city it looks like a regular city and you're like mm-hmm. oh so that stuff existed it just didn't get out there. Yeah, and you know this plays exactly into that where you have worlds yeah, that, that just don't have that kind of technology. It, would, it and makes stuff sense, like though. That. Yeah, yeah. Maybe people aren't bringing that technology there. Maybe mm-hmm. there's like actual like hierarchies of like wealth and poverty on certain yeah. planets. Like certain people with wealth just don't go to those planets, mm-hmm. or they're over here, or like these are more impoverished. Right. Planets. Like, what, how close is it to the center of the system? Probably like shipping lanes, yeah. all that stuff. Yeah, See, absolutely. Lucas knew what was going on when he tried to make episode one all about a tax dispute. Speaking of episode one, I was thinking about the Gungans. Like oh. them, like they have underwater spaceships, like yeah. submarines and things. That's true. But they never really go out to outer space. No, that's true. It's an interesting uh, people, those Gungans. Well, that's they that's, choose to that's, live that's, under see, the that's water. That's a curious Gungans. one. See, see, Brad, you're getting into into some of that that sensitive territory because they talk about how like where would the, where would the Gungans have been if the the Naboo hadn't? It sounds like they colonized the planet and like forced the Gungans to kind of move oh. underwater. Like they because they're kind of in hiding. Mm-hmm. It's like they don't, uh, from who? And it's like the time like machine, the Naboo, like the, 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 the Morlocks and the uh, the humans or whatever. Yeah, basically. And so you're like, wow, did they get like oppressed out of space? Oh. Oh, no. Like, they were just work? so annoying. Like, yeah, go underwater. Right. Mr. Like, Gungan. Oh. <laughs> it does seem like there <laughs> are different... Up. There's a lot of different social <laughs> yeah. structures within... Economic and social structures within the Star Wars oh, yeah. universe. Well, I mean, I've ranted before about the idea that, like, you know, Tatooine like, has... Like, or not Tatooine in this series, unless it is from episode one where there's like you know yeah slavery still happens on planets and we're like well that's we're just too far away so they let slavery happen and you're like oh okay <laughs> that's a bummer i guess everyone has their own rules and laws and things yeah slavery slavery happens here yeah it's like it's you know instead of yelling states rights you're yelling like planets rights you know yeah <laughs> so you don't see like a lot of like jawas in space they're just like certain races that just aren't gonna be space people yeah they don't go but some do like the well we talked like, we speculated on the jawas and... moving planet to planet in their one sand crawler the wookies do the wookies ever is it just chewbacca that flies around do the wookies have like spaceships mm, that's a good question i don't know i don't know number three they have the wookie planet right they do they the do. entire yep. wookie planet they just seem like i don't know just creatures of jungle they don't seem like they're really into like flying and but stuff. But Chewbacca was always into technology. He could like ride. It seemed like he knew what he was doing and do stuff. And was he the pilot? What was he? I mean, first like a co-pilot. Yeah. 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 <laughs> okay, get back to this, I guess. <laughs> oh right, yeah. 
they go to that diner, the and they meet Gina Carino. Yes. Who's is playing the, a character uh, named Cara Dune. Yeah. Okay. She's That's the, the girl sitting She's there. the shock trooper. Yeah, she's a former Imperial shock trooper, is what she said. Mm-hmm. Which is pretty cool. That's, yeah, I think that's something. What's a shock trooper? The, they're like elite they're like green beret kind of you know soldiers in the elite empire so like they yeah they like land down to just like wreck stuff before the main invasion happens and yeah gina carino briefly talks about her job but it's only a few sentences Mm -hmm. i kind of wish we got a little more in depth with her but she's like still kept mysterious i liked her character a lot i thought Mm -hmm. she was really interesting i have a big feeling that each of these characters that he keeps meeting and visiting and then leaving behind will eventually all come back come back all come back to meet up with him like the avengers like including (laughs) nick nolte's character yes her i need to assemble a squad yeah (laughs) there's gonna be one big mission he's got to put a whole crack team together and that might not be till next season but yeah i feel Mm -hmm. like it's gonna happen i I think you're right i i I get the same kind of feeling although that might just be me hoping because i was hope i wanted him to assemble a crew mm-hmm. and then and then like they kept teasing and then like nope at this point he's like he's going to p- pretend to assemble a crew and then leave them at each planet he stops by and i'm like no i want them all <laughs> george Clooney's uh, gonna come by and be like we need an 11th guy don't we we need an 11th <laughs> yeah. come on we need- it's like why is the ocean's <laughs> theme song playing <laughs> and then they go get matt damon in chicago they're like wait a minute no, why did no, this happen no we're no. star wars <laughs> we're not having a crossover <laughs> i would be there for the crossover, <laughs> crossover so between star wars and Oh, man, Ocean's, Ocean's Eleven, that would be amazing. So they're they're at the they're at the bar uh-huh. drinking spotchka, having bone broth, and yep. and the Mandalorian knows that she is. He knows her or knows yeah, that she's a bounty she's, hunter. I think so. I think he, I think he, he was sort of yeah. He like saw and was like, hey, she seems like trouble. And then when she was gone, he was like, oh, I need to figure out what the heck is going on with her. Yeah, yeah. Tracks her down, but they get in a little tussle. Yeah, and she kicks his butt. Mm-hmm. And That's then true. Yoda's there, just memeing in the background, drinking oh, some bone yeah. broth. I I didn't know why they were getting into a fight. Was she trying to get Yoda or no? no. She was just trying to defend herself. Yeah, I think she, it was, she, she, she was, said that she, she was, thought the Mandalorian was coming to get her. Yeah, she thought he was there to get her because she like deserted the shock troopers, and so oh. like there's people looking for her for leaving. Oh, okay. Yeah, and she said she gave herself an early retirement. Yeah. Because she was doing a bunch of groundwork, doing a lot of fighting. Eventually, once the Empire crumbled, she has she had less to do and was just getting set on peace missions and things. And she's a fighter, and not she, a peacer. Yeah. So <laughs> that's her reasoning for like not wanting to be a shock trooper anymore. Yeah. Because she just wants to see action. Saw most of my action mopping up after Endor. Mostly ex-Imperial warlords. They wanted it fast and quiet. They'd send us in on the dropships. No support. Just us. Then when the imps were gone, the politics started. We were peacekeepers, protecting delegates, suppressing riots, not what I signed up for. How'd you end up here? Let's just call it an early retirement. Look, I knew you were guilt. I figured you'd had a fob on me. That's why I came at you so hard. Yeah, that's what I figured. Well, this has been a real treat. Unless you want to go another round. One of us is going to have to move on, and I was here first. like this planet's taken which is why she went to a nowhere planet to not do that yeah like no she's hiding out well oh, yeah i she think but, but yeah no I, uh, I i liked her character a lot i thought she played it really well and i thought she was really interesting just in general like in the, the fight they have like i mean it's clear that she's she's you know you can very clearly tell that she is or was an mma fighter yeah and like just wrecks him and it's really good it's a lot of fun to watch <laughs> she was an mma she fighter? Is, yeah. yeah she is or i don't know if she's 
still currently fine, but she was at the. I'm not like, sure. The actress was eventually. You get like aged out of that kind of thing or injuries yeah. and stuff. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, okay. she's been doing a lot of movie stuff. This was like. Yeah, she was in one of the Fast. She was and in Furious Deadpool. movies, I think too. Oh yeah, and, yep, she was in Deadpool. Oh, Fast and the Furious. She was in American Gladiator. What? And the, the new, new one. The new yeah, one. and the new one. Yeah. <sighs> okay. Cool. Yeah, yep. she was very good, and I thought their their relationship together like it, it seemed to work pretty well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're, they're both they're like dynamics. alphas, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They both have respect for like fighting and doing sweet stuff, and they kind of like aren't equal footing. They, like they both get the best of each other and both pull a gun at the same time. Yep. Mm-hmm. Now, his orig- original reason to go to this planet was to, to find a bounty. Same or? with the cool out, no, cool down, hide out. Just to hide. He's like, because he, he did to some reading too, and he's just like, oh wow, there's like not even a spaceport on this planet. Like I can just land wherever. There's like. No major technology or anything like that. No huge cities. It was so. off the grid. Yeah, so he's like, I can hide here, no problem. No, I mean, he's still, because he has Yoda, and like all of these guys have these tracking devices. They know where he is, so yeah. he's not really hiding. Yeah, they still haven't quite... The tracking yeah, device thing is a little funky. I have to believe it I mean, it did work. It did come out in this episode, because someone was tracking them. Right, but... Did, I don't know what the range I, I think, of these are. I wonder if he just got lucky. Like, he landed on that planet to be like, hey, maybe they're on this planet, and it was going off or something, and... I need to know how these tracking devices are coded. I need to yeah. know their limitations. Right. Oh, I, I need to know a lot too, of stuff about these. Like the man, the Mandalorian, like states all the reasons why this planet will be perfect for hiding. And I was like, at the same time, I'm like, but wouldn't that be also obvious to all the people looking for you that this is a great place to hide? <laughs> so they're mm-hmm. like, let's check here. How do you get these activated? You need the DNA of the thing you're looking yeah, for. That's a good how do you assign it? Mm-hmm. I need to. I need to we know. We need to know about these fobs. Yeah. Can we talk really quick about Baby Yoda speedwalking? Of course, that was so through cute. the forest. Oh my god! Oh my god! That book in it. I was. I had to rewind it and watch it again. It was so cute. It was so cute. A little baby Yoda just cruising. That is the most adorable thing. I do still miss the bassinet though. Yeah, the little floaty bassinet. I'm like, he needs like. Uh, yeah, I was surprised they weren't. He should have dumpster dive that out of there and mm-hmm. just gone with it. <laughs> they really went for him walking too. Like I, I mm-hmm. actually was surprised they didn't use the little bassinet. Yeah. Because he was having to keep up with the Mandalorian. He was like moving. Was, he was yeah, trucking. I was like, man, you got to slow down, man. His legs are in, like super <laughs> tiny, dude. He needs to get like a backpack or one of those like Bjorns. Like, oh, a, like a Yoda yeah. Bjorn. Baby Yoda Bjorn. <laughs> Baby Yoda Bjorn. Dude, that'd be cool. Yeah, he has like Baby, a little Baby pouch Bjorn. like on, on, on his stomach. And yeah. Baby Yoda's right there. And mm-hmm. he's... Got his guns out and he's fighting. Yeah, <laughs> Baby Yoda could be using the Force. Yeah, Baby Yoda's co- like in the kangaroo pouch. Oh yeah, yeah, he's like casting. I'll be, I'm know, here Yoda for that. spells. Yeah, let's, let's get it going. <laughs> oh man. Oh. So now this this was the Bryce Dallas Howard episode. Yes. Right? Yeah, it was good. I like the way it was shot. Like, there's some really cool. There's some long shots stuff in it. There's some stuff in the bar that i was a little bit questionable but after you get out of there it seems the, to be the okay. geometry in the bar was kind of confusing it was it seemed like it'd be just hard to shoot in in general yeah it like, could be the camera placements were kind of just like over the shoulders like behind people mm-hmm. didn't seem like there was like a lot of things you could do in there yeah it, it was kind of a um, the set dressing wasn't you know there's nothing remarkable about that bar yep i can't remember it at all it's just no. like this big dome of no, I mean happening. he just like yeah. walked in and they were yeah, yeah they were really the angles like, like right minute. at the it followed him right to a table I don't think there was less people in it or something, but I don't know. The way they shot it, they made it look a little bit more empty. Because they were just shooting along the walls. Like, he was along the wall, and then she was just right in the back along the wall. So they didn't show you the actual bar setup as much. Even if it's like... there was stuff like near the bar because like when they were fighting, it seemed like there was like other stuff around them, like yeah. other buildings and things. But right, yeah, with the really alley know. behind it or whatever. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so two people from the village come 
right as he's leaving, try to offer him a job. To his ship, yeah. To, to, to kill the Clatoonians. Uh, yes. Mm-hmm. And they're... He says no. Yeah. No, Doc. I'm leaving. Bye. Not so enough money. Like, we Not just, my we problem. We drove all this way, day and <laughs> night, to get to you. This is all we have. We're a small village. It was like mm-hmm. they had like twenty two hundred dollars or something like that. And yeah. He's like, Psh. and he's like, I'm out of here. And then Baby Yoda gives him those eyes. It's like, and that's he's not just like, dang it, Baby Yoda wants me to do it. <laughs> is that what happened? No. No. He, he finds. Okay. Out, <laughs> I was gonna say he just changed his mind. They slip out that they live in the middle of nowhere, and then that's what perks him up. And be like, middle mm-hmm. of nowhere, you say? No. He's like, maybe we that's where I want to go. Give me a house and stuff and hide me for a while and I'll, I'll do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But he needs help. So yeah. he, he gives the money that they were going to give him to Cara Dune. Yep. As a recruitment. Hires a mercenary. Mm-hmm. A little bit of backup. Yeah. And they hang out in a wagon. And yeah, they cart out there the in the wagon mm-hmm. for, the, through, for the whole day. <laughs> <laughs> it took day and night to get out here. He meets the village people. Oh. They sing wine. Yo, man. Yo, man. Mm-hmm. There's a a girl in this episode, Amara. Yeah, she's yeah, been, I, she's like the star mixed, of the village. I had mixed oh, feelings this about is, this. This was classic western. This right here, the yeah. determined widow, is like yeah. a you know yeah. classic western trope. Mm-hmm. I know some people were upset that like like how come she's the only one in the village that knows how to shoot? And I was like, this is like straight out of like the spaghetti western. Yeah, but. The one capable woman. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I figured that. I don't know what I figured actually about yeah. her shooting. I I just assume maybe she. I don't know. Maybe she did something in the past that yeah, she had I mean, to be trained. The in galaxy this. did just finish like a big civil war kind of thing. So yeah, she might have fought. I don't yeah, know. could have been part of the, sure. the rebels or something. Or yeah, but she's got a kid that she's trying to protect. That's who we, we find now. Yeah, that's who we saw in the beginning. Mm-hmm. I felt like she was pretty pretty quickly. Putting it on thick that she wanted him to stay. She was, right. she was, she was, she was like, him. "I got this blankets for you, Mister Mandalorian." <laughs> I don't know if she was like trying to pursue him because she was into him, or if she was just trying to pursue him because he knew what he was doing and it would protect, yeah, to protect the, village. the village, which you know, yeah. she's protecting her daughter. It didn't seem like she had nefarious. It wasn't nefarious. She wasn't no, trying to but exploit like, her him I, in any way. No. Yeah, like use him. That no. didn't seem like. A I thought she was like she into seemed... him, but then I was like, "How could she be into him? He's just wearing armor the entire time. You don't even know who he she is." She keeps trying to take that helmet off. She kept, did. Yeah, she kept being and like, I'm so like, she's like, when was the last time you took this helmet off?" And he, she tries to take it off at the end. I'm like, "You leave that helmet." Down, I was like, lady. "Oh, you a man's helmet? You leave that alone." Mando's helmet. Get and your then, hands off his And helmet. then he took it off in the window, and I was like, someone's going to see you, man. Didn't you just tell your bud Mandos that you like no one has seen your face in 10 years? Well, we figure out he, how he eats is that he just has to take it off. She asked, when's yeah. the last time he took it off? He said yesterday. And she was like, no, mm-hmm. in front of somebody. And he's like, whoa, 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 whoa. It's like, I was like, four, <laughs> five. <laughs> but he does need to take it off to eat. Mm-hmm. Well, of that, course. That's something. Well, we never saw it. We didn't know. I thought he drank through a straw. He, yeah, we see. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> that is genuinely a thing I've thought about. Like, you could just be sipping on it all day, and they're like. He's got a big. He's, doing, got, he's got like a little pouch of soup. Yeah. Or he's like he's bag. like RoboCop, where he just like sticks like a goo inside of yeah. him. Yeah. He, he's got like an insert, and it's just bags of chili <laughs> inside his costume, and he's got a straw. Yeah. Oh man. He's got a back tube, so we know he poops. There you go. In his ship. <laughs> Wait, he's, what? Got the, he's got the back tube in his ship. Oh, in his ship. Okay. I thought, like, in his costume. He also <laughs> says that he was taken, his parents were killed, and he was taken in by the Mandalorians. So the Mandalorians aren't, like, a race of people. Yeah. They're, like, a, at this point, they're like a group. They're almost like the Empire of the Rebels Yeah, or it sounds, it's less, it's less of, like, a, like a unique sex. species or something. It's like a mafia a or, like, yeah. a, yeah, 
a gang of sorts. Mm-hmm. In a way, he can relate to what they're going through too. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yep, mm-hmm. that's. That's, that's why he wants to help. That's kind of why yeah, he's partially sympathetic to, you know. Yeah. And he sees Yoda having a great time hanging out with oh, the yeah, kids. Oh, yeah, those kids were all about the baby Yoda. They're playing with him, having a great time. I was like, this is some meta Star Wars commentary about all the kids playing with their Yoda plushies. Oh. Because the kids in here are all playing with their actual Built baby Yoda. commercial. True. That's true. Oh, man. Man. Big time. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so they hang out for like a day. Yeah. And then they go to scout out the bad dudes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The Clatoonians. Yep. And they do some, like, here's some, here's some more Metal Gear stuff where they're, like, creeping around the base. The Mandalorian, like, sets a little explosive. He has some, like, supervision that he can, like, see. he doesn't do that yet, I think. Well, I think yeah. he does that in a little bit. He just sees, like, the footprints and things. That was some sort of, like, cool, yeah. infrared Because, you know, he's kind of wondered, ability. like, you know, what, what can the helmet do? I asked about it in, like, the first episode because he uses, like, an actual, like, uh, scope to like zoom in on stuff and i was like your helmet can't do that for you but we do get to see it yeah do the cool like thermal imaging or whatever so we can see the footprints of where he he saw where what's her face went when she left the bar carding and then here now watching like for where the guys are in yeah. the camp i bet the helmet can only do like one thing and you gotta get a different helmet to do the other thing or you gotta get that like, antenna totally like a video to let it do game. more things because oh. those other mandalorians had antennas on their helmets like Ooh. boba fett did yeah and this is where they realize that there's like the I don't know what it's called. ATSD. Like AT, yeah, ATSD. Right. And so then they're like, bad news, guys. You got to move. <laughs> Get out of here. Yep. And then that lady's like, well, you could at least like like soften the blow a little bit. Then she's like, you guys got to leave. <laughs> <laughs> they say that they can't leave. Their grandparents put the pods for the krill in or whatever. Yep. They have Come on, roots dude. There's here. no other place to possibly farm the krills. I guess not. <laughs> These are the breeding grounds for them. They make a... The, those krills are that important. I bet they taste really good. I mean, they taste like scrimps. When it's your one crop, it's like, you know, all the farmers now only grow corn. Yeah. It's like, what if they were suddenly like, you have to move somewhere, you can't grow corn. They're like, that's all I know. I bet I they, they I export it for like a high price. It could be like the only thing... It might be the only scrimp in the universe. Yeah, it could be. Well, I figured, yeah, they were, they were probably delicacy. selling it to... Maybe that bar, for example, and yeah. other places around there. It, you yeah. know, it's like in Maine where you can get like a lobster for like two dollars, but then you move somewhere else and there it's like go. twenty dollars. You can get a lobster for two dollars in Maine. No, uh, that's the that's a fact. That's just a hard fact, and All everyone right, sorry, that goes there, sorry, guys, gotta, can, I'm leaving. Can can take that as exact. <laughs> do you think like is this stereotyping? But to the calamari, you think they're like the biggest customer, like buying oh, the all those? Calamari? Yeah, yeah the maybe calamari. that's kind of racist, Brad. I know. I was that's Wait, why. I, that's why I started it with like, is it too stereotypical? The, the moncal, the mon, the squid dude. From I mean, everybody the, wants and rack bars. But... If they would be the ones buying all this, all the krills. Yeah, <laughs> he's like, yeah, give me that good stuff. <laughs> give me that blue stuff. <laughs> maybe it gets you real high. I don't know. Oh, maybe. They compromise. They want to be trained in order to fight. They want yes. to like stand by their property. At least you can do is train us. And they do a training montage. Yep. Like yeah. Rocky. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it, it was good. It was good. Yeah. It's like you're holding the stick backwards. Yep. This is another yes. you know Western thing where the, the, the lone gunman te- like trains the, the... It's like the Three Amigos. Little desert town. That's still, what I remember. I was reminded of the still Three Amigos. Still haven't seen that movie. Good, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Literally in the whole village to like, use a gun. Mm-hmm. There's an episode of like Firefly where they do basically the same thing, mm-hmm. and but yeah, so they they treat they give them all a crash course. That's where they says like you know who here can shoot and like she's the only one that can yeah. shoot or anything. And then they have like a little around. montage where they're like following all the people shooting and they're all terrible. And then you get to the last one, and she's like pew 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 pew. She's like, what up? I did it. Ping 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 ping. And she wins the big fluffy you know monkey. 
from the carnival yeah. game. And their plan is that they have to lure... So the two of them, the two mercenaries, Mando and, and the girl, are going to go to the uh, guys. Clatoonians. Clatoonians mm-hmm. place. They're going to cause a ruckus, blow up some stuff in order to get them to come to the tribe. Yes. Where then they'll be attacked. Get the jump on them. Yep. And the plan is they, get, they, can, get, the, yeah, they can get the walker to... Like walk to, into to walk their into marshes. one of the ponds mm-hmm. that they they dug a little bit deeper so that it'll it'll fall down yep. and see fall you know, over. Everyone again, everyone's flipping out about those stupid tread bikes and that movie clip. Like, why would you use those desert planet? Like, oh yeah, here we another one. See, just because Star Wars vehicles aren't <laughs> supposed to make sense, they don't have to make sense. That's just how they are. Like, oh yeah, the, the Empire has these walkers. That, oh, I stepped in a puddle and now I'm 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 in bad shape. I'm like, yeah, that's fine. It's Star Wars. It's goofy. Why does well, everyone I think get that makes sense. It? Oh, I do too. I, they're saying like, oh, why would they ever invent that then? Like, that's so impractical to have this armored walker that gets defeated by like a like a little swamp. Oh my god, what? I mean, there's like plenty of impractical impractical exactly. things in everyday life. Exactly. <laughs> it's so ridiculous. Nothing's perfect. I'm just I'm getting mad about all the people getting mad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so they lure that ATST. And it's got red eyes. It looks awesome it's as hell. And yeah. and like the AT-ATs in Rogue One, they growl again. Oh, yeah. They still make these growls. They sound, yeah, they <laughs> they act, sound like they're, monsters. They're like their own creatures. I, I kind of <laughs> like that, too. I still didn't pay attention to that. It's got like the red lighting in the windows, mm-hmm. and you don't see the people inside it. Like that's, I think that's kind of a deliberate choice, too. Sure. And I, I really it's like weird that how they like because they're really thing. fighting the thing. Yeah. It's weird how they animalize yes. these things. I think it's really neat. I yeah. enjoy it because it is like facing a big creature, but it's not. It's like you know, no war machine. <laughs> the ATATs are camels. What are these things like ostriches? Oh yeah, good. Yeah, probably. I don't even know. A war ostrich, Some sort of evil you know? bird. Sure. Yeah, <laughs> it's like a bird. Yeah, because it's got like the bi. Is it um, bipedal? Not mm-hmm. bipedal, but like the. Backwards, like oh yeah, the hip, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Leg. yeah, yeah. I don't know what that's the called. The flamingo band, yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> or ostrich. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. And it's not falling for the tricks. No, it look it sees it and it's like nah, guys. It, it, it tippy toes near it and it's mm-hmm. like nah. And he stops. And I see like, what's crap. happening. Well, even before that, what did they actually do at the site? So they, the oh, two right. of them went there. They set up some bombs. And they just, set up some bombs. Yeah, they had they some had time like some to bombs. bombs. They killed some guards. They blew set, up the entire They threw building. a guard and a bunch of goo, a bunch of blue goo. Yeah, oh, yeah. it looked like they killed Burned four them. of them and then like blew up blew their the big, tent. Yeah. Which yep. caused a big ruckus. Yeah. Then they ran back. It was odd how they got so far ahead of the ATST. Yes. Because they're like <laughs> right next to it and then they cut to a scene where they're like really far away. And I'm like, there's like a scene missing yeah, there. It's like, of them, it's like, like out, chasing them by They never like them, outsmarted then, yeah, it in any way. No, they I think get, but yeah, good. they get way far ahead of that thing by the time they get back to the camp. They should have like tripped it up or done something to make that yeah. happen. But, you know, can't but complain. They, just yeah, move, the, get, move the show forward. I mean, yeah. maybe they can move faster than that thing. They were the like woods. right next. It was just the, the it shots right between It was the, like right on top of them. The cuts were just too close together. Yeah. Okay. I didn't really pay attention to that, I guess. <laughs> I didn't notice. It's, it's, yeah, it's not a big deal. But no. Anyway, they got back to the farm. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. And this is where, like, all of these... What, what are they called again? Um, I'm not sure Clutunians. what the name of the people oh. are. The Clutunians are the orc things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So all of them kind of, like, come out to fight. Mm-hmm. The ATSD's there. They're all fighting back. And the ATSD's just chilling in the back, shooting up the village from... from he's got that sweet range. spotlight. Yes. It's pretty cool. I wonder what those Clatoonians thought, though, because now that now these tribes people have guns and they're actually like, yeah, shooting right. and killing them, and they, you know, the Clatoonians just have, like, 
rudimentary weapons just like the farmers do yeah. in mm-hmm. a way uh, yeah i kind of like that they were training some people to shoot and some people to like use spears and stuff because they're like yeah. they don't have that many guns and we got to figure out something so like you know people are, are gonna have hand there was like the one combat. goofy dude that was holding the spear backwards and they're like yes. come on you doof yeah he was a doof <laughs> oh man so and, they seem and, to do pretty well against them. They I don't do. Think they yeah, didn't lose they many do. numbers. No, it wasn't too. Well, they they traumatic, had a perfect little like. setup. They were like, okay, we're gonna we're gonna put up these little barriers over on the side, so yeah. they can't like come that way. They only can come forward. They and them we'll in. Shoot at them, mm-hmm. and yeah. then we'll do hand to hand combat. Smart little tactics. And we'll try and get that ATST to fall into the pond, but it yeah. won't. So Cara Dune takes it upon herself, grabs the Mandalorian sweet gun, yeah, and tries and to his rifle. Tries to goad it out. Yeah, she like jumps into the pond that it wants to fall into, I believe. Like or close to it. Yeah, close, close to, to it, it right. Yeah. And it can't find her. That's when it's, it's the sweeping with the spotlight. We're like, mm-hmm. where are you at? Yeah, it's trying to shoot at her, but I think she's just like she's able to like go underwater. She's she's too low. It's it can't go that it can't look that far down, mm-hmm. I think. It's just like and the I, failure of the technology. Yes. And I, mean, I like that it took her a couple shots before she manages to hit it right in the eyeball. Mm-hmm. Yes. And that's what makes it really angry. Mm-hmm. It, it flips out and then just walks forward and falls down. Yep. Yeah. I think then, it got like disoriented. No, I'm, I don't know. It's it's odd. <laughs> it is kind of, well, again, it goes back to like the idea of like they treat it like it's, it's a, just a creature uh-huh. as opposed yeah. to like dudes in a thing. I almost liked it better that way. I did too. I thought it made it like silly. this really interesting, like creepy, imposing thing. Yeah. Yeah. It gave the thing more importance than the people inside. Mm-hmm. And the Mandalorian comes up with a bomb, throws it right in the hole, blows oh, yep. it up. And then as soon as it blows it up, all the Clotunians were like, well, we're (laughs) our secret weapon. No, no. They're like, well, we can't do this again. No more krills for us. And they all run away. And and to me, they shouldn't have let them get away. Go hunt every last Clotunian down. Oh, my God. And murder them. Because they're just going to come back stronger. They found an ATST. Who knows who they're going to Oh, man. They're going to find like They may come back stronger, but maybe these tribes people now know what to do. I think the Mandalorian's going to come back. That tribe's going to be gone. Oh, you think they're going to be dead? Burnt. But he left Cara Dune there with them. No, she's going to be either captured or gone. Wait, did she stay there? Mm -hmm. She's probably leaving. She's not staying there. Well, okay. She's not staying in the village, but she's. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. I wasn't entirely clear because she was basically saying that, like, oh, people are going to hear about, like, you know, an Imperial Walker getting blown up. So yeah, it's going to make news. Probably shouldn't keep hiding here. <laughs> so it sounded like it did kind of sound like they were she both was going to go leave. somewhere else. Yeah, Or if, yeah, I don't know if she was going to stay on the planet or just, like, get out of there. I'm not sure yeah. how those stories would even get out, really, because no one on the planet's yeah, talking. Yeah, who's, anybody. like, the Clotunians? Are they talking I mean, to people? It sounds like it got a kind of just, like, grunting. Because they talk about, like, they, they blew the walker up, and that's that's where we get to the next conflict, which is a bounty hunter shows up. But the bounty hunter shows up because I think that was independent. Tracking you think device. that was? I think See, so. I thought it, well, yeah, maybe not. I, I thought it was kind of like a, hmm. Because they do do, like, a, they do jump cut, like, three weeks later. Yes. In The Mandalorian. They do. I thought that was weird. The Mandalorian is, like, talking to Omara... He says that he's going to leave Yoda with the tribe. Mm-hmm. He's just going to go on his own. And I was like, I, as soon as he said, it, I'm like, dude, come on, that is the stupidest plant. You know, there's bad. like a million fobs out there. Yeah. What are these people going to do? It was such a dumb idea. <laughs> I yeah. immediately thought the same thing. I was like, that's not going to work. <laughs> it's like everybody's uh, going to be hunting this thing, and you're not going to be there to protect it. You're expecting these farmers to be able to protect he's, it he's from like, bounty hunters? Right. He's like, oh, they're going to be hunting me. And I was like, they were already hunting the Yoda, man. They're going to be <laughs> looking for both of you. There's no right. why, why bother splitting up? That's where like the limitation of the fob needs to be explained. Right. Because maybe he was like, it's going to be too far away. There's like something shielding it. Yeah, my know. assumption is that it has. you have to be like on the planet as whatever the other thing is at the very least. Cause, and like that's why there was only the one bounty hunter is that he managed 
managed to like land on the right planet and was like, oh, I found one. So oh, okay. it's only within that distance. That's just, I mean, that's just my own guess, but that's the, that's yeah, a good that would make sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, because if it was like, you can turn on the tracking device and you'd be like halfway across the galaxy and you know exactly where right, they are. Yeah. So you're like, you'd be f- then I'm, yeah, right. At that <laughs> point, I'm, I'm just like, man, if, if anyone puts a bounty on anyone, it seems like an easy job to go find them then. It's like, yeah. it, takes the, it takes the challenge out of it. And that girl, so it's like three weeks later, that girl's like, you can stay. And like, Yoda likes it here. She's and like, like the hey. kids really like Yoda. And like, she's like laying it on thick. Why don't you go take your helmet off? Let me do it for <laughs> right, you. Yeah, right. He's like, no. Right before he, he like he says no, there's another bounty hunter that has Yoda in its sights. Yeah, but Cara mm-hmm. Dune gets to jump on that guy because they've done that like three or four times now too. Where yeah. like, well, you it, think someone's gonna get shot, but then someone yeah. else shoots them. And the, the way they set it up too, you thought like Yoda dies because it has like the bounty hunter. He's looking through the scope. You hear the, the scope shows the Yoda. Gun, cuts you hear to, like, the gun birds and like flying. birds fly. <laughs> yeah. Yes, and then the bounty hunter falls, <laughs> and Cara Dune's right behind him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. See, good thing she was freaking still on the job, unlike the Mandalorian, slacking off in the village, yeah. chatting up a widow. Yeah, trying to take his helmet off. Shh, come on, son. <laughs> I'd let her take my helmet off. You would? Sure. Oh, yeah. I'd probably stay in that village. What else am I doing? Yeah. Right. She's pretty. What's my plan B? <laughs> Even yeah, uh, Car Dune's like, you're going to just like stay with that widow and just like take her to the bone zone for the rest of your life, right? <laughs> Hang out with Yoda, eat some krill. And he thought about it. Bone <laughs> zone. He was like, eat some krill. <laughs> <laughs> you know, maybe these blue curl ain't so bad. Well, Seemed like a good life. But never had. Okay. A maybe, lady. maybe the man is allergic to shellfish, though. You don't know. Maybe he can't. Maybe that's why he's, he's like, keep that Maybe that's why on. he can't stay. He's like, I, if I if I stay here, I'll be malnourished. He's like, hey, don't take that helmet he takes off. Takes the helmet off because I'm he's highly just, allergic. He's just hives. <laughs> yeah, it's so itchy. <laughs> I'm highly allergic to krill. It's not gonna work out. So uh, he's he's got to leave. He does have to leave. take take Yoda with him. Yep. And so him and Caradine split up. Mm-hmm. He's like, we're getting out of may, here. May we meet again? Mm-hmm. And I think they will. I think I think he's right. Yeah, we're setting up a lot. We're setting up the Avengers team. He's got. We're he's doing got his it. Crew of people. That's true. That's true. So he goes back to his ship and 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 what? How's, leaves. How's the end? Yeah. It just he just takes he just off leaves and that's and that's, that's how it ends. Yeah. yeah. And we get more cool concept art. I love that the, the credits so have the concept art rolling over them. The, the song, they're so the song good. is good, too. I mm-hmm. like it's everything, on me. I like everything but the opening bit of the song. And I didn't realize the theme was like made up of like three different parts. Yeah. And mm-hmm. they play like a different part depending on what scene's happening. Yeah. It's just the, the opening like one minute that I really hated that theme. <laughs> the, it's just like the, the weird whistle and things. It's yeah. like, what is this? this is I annoying. like that because that's like... Uh, What's his name? Sergio Mar- Maricone? Yeah. Yeah. And, it's um, just like him. Enio Maricone. I'm trying to remember who, yes. his, who his composer was, because he had like the same composer on all his movies that did that too. I was just watching to think about that and how... Well, is, isn't that the composer? Yeah. Oh, is it? Ennio okay, you're right. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. You're right. I think Sergio Leone's the director. Yeah, you're right. You're right. I was mixing the two. Mm-hmm. I don't like the last little bit of the song, the bit that makes it sound more like a Star Wars song. I think that doesn't fit with the, mm, with with the, the beginning of part of the song. Yeah. And Andy hates the middle part. Can we? I, 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 I think I have. Do to. we each equally hate a different part of the song? <laughs> I hate that part that at the very end where it's like. I mean, it's not like you're doing a lot. I don't remember version. it, but from what you've sang here, I really hate that too. You know? <laughs> <laughs> it sounds terrible as I sing it. Just it sounds awful. I, the best version of the song is the credit version, I think. Yes, I think you're right. Yeah, that's that's which is the middle of the song. <laughs> that's the most enjoyable part. Yeah, yeah, that's the best part. Oh man, no, good episode. I, I enjoyed it. <clears throat> yeah, 
I like the character. Fun little like standalone story. Mm-hmm. Nothing really happens. Just you know, like, and it's very sitcom. Everything's got to yeah, start and end the same way. way. And I'm like, oh, yeah, that's I love the Monster of the Week. It's my favorite format. So it's, it's not really more. Mo- it wasn't quite a Monster of the Week. This is more of like a just like a Western tale. Well, I'd yeah. say. yeah, but just like a sort of almost unconnected kind of story. Yeah, it's like a, fill, a filler episode, but it didn't feel like a filler episode. Yeah, yeah. As much. I don't know what it really pushed forward. It established Cara Dune as a character. It tell tell a little bit of the backstory about the helmet. Um, I think the Mandalorian starting to like people more. He's yeah, like starting yeah, to, like, that's true. Trying trying to be a team player. Yeah, he's forming connections. Yeah, he still doesn't quite understand fatherhood. He keeps trying to leave that Yoda different yeah, places. Yeah, he doesn't know how to raise a baby. He needs no. to get some books. Well, they focus yeah. more on it in the next get, episode. Get some of those Paul Reiser books. Yeah, there you go. Wait, what? He's got a bunch of books about like childhood and like fatherhood <laughs> and stuff. It's like his thing. He's a really? pick of, like what to expect when you're expecting yeah. and all that. You know, he wrote that. He wrote all those like weird like parenting books. Yeah. Wow. Okay. You're not you're not up in your riser knowledge. <laughs> get a rise up yeah, on that. You need to be, get get a little <laughs> higher, high riser. High. Ooh. No. <laughs> no. No, Brad. Rise against. Oh.